And welcome back, Rad Dads out there. We're going to give you another bonus episode. Bonus! So I just had to do it again. <laughs> we're going to tell. We're going to recap our draft that we had. Uh, was it last Friday? It yeah, was last Friday. Last yes, Friday. September 4th. Today is September 10th, one day before September 11th. That's a very somber day from for a lot of Americans, especially those of us who are from the Northeast and New York area. Before we move on, I want to thank all the NYPD, the fire first department, responders. first responders for everything they do, and to those who sacrificed their lives and have since sacrificed their lives because of, of the dust and particles that they ended up inhaling throughout that ordeal and the families that had to deal with it. I will move on from there, but I wanted to say that since I brought that it was up. uh yeah it was a, a memorable day mem- memorable day sorry about that I botched that yes I was working in Jersey City freaking what the hell is the name of the ramp I forget the name of the ramp I was on I was working on a bridge and you were I, working by that point yeah yeah I saw one of the guys I was working with said he just got a call that a plane crashed into one of the towers. So then we walked out from underneath the bridge and we looked up and that's when we saw the second explosion for a second tower. We didn't see the plane hit, but and then um, it was crazy. We, We were Liberty State Park and just the amount of people that were coming out. So we went down back to our office trailer. And my office trailer at that time was uh, right on New Jersey Turnpike by uh, 15E going southbound on the Eastern Spur. The state police and, and the Turnpike Authority asked us if we can block off the Turnpike and, and tell everybody to get off at 15E. Oh, really? I said 15W. It's 15E, yeah. And everyone's like, dude, I, uh, where am I going from here? I said, you can't go, you can't go any further than here. You, you just got to find your way. I'm driving to Virginia. You got to find it through there. I don't, I don't know what to tell you. You know, it sucked. It was uh, it, it was a crazy day. So I was up in the Poconos with a couple of friends at the time. I was still in college, um, and I'll actually never never forget that day. It's it's crazy though, because you remember where you were exactly what you were doing that that day or that weekend. For me, I was out with friends. We rented a house in the Poconos. My buddy had woken me up and said, "Hey, listen, something happened in New York." So I grew up in. Bergen County, New York area, my whole life. My father worked in the city occasionally and worked in Long Island. So the first thing I tried to do was call call my dad. And at that point, we did have cell phones. You couldn't get through to anybody. Yeah, you couldn't no, oh my God. get yeah, anybody. Crazy. You couldn't, I couldn't get in touch with my dad. I couldn't get in touch with my mom. When I couldn't get in touch with them, my heart like, you know, just ended up in my stomach. And thankfully, nothing happened to my family. But I do have people who... I'm close with with colleagues who lost family. If you haven't been, especially if you're from this area and you haven't been to the 9-11 monument, it's definitely definitely something you should go see. I used to travel. The one in New York City. The one in New yeah. York City. I, I've seen it before. I've never been there. It it looks amazing with the whole waterfall and uh, the, the infinity pond. Yep. Um, that is on my to-do list with, with, with my kids. 20 years since then it's all been fixed up and looks beautiful the the whole facility is absolutely gorgeous but when you even five years or seven years after the fact it was it was heartbreaking because there was still rubble there like, it was crazy world trade one i think has the uh, elevator that kind of takes you through time for new york city which is apparently pretty cool but when you come in for world trade center and you go through um from the path and you kind of walk up you pass the that infinity pond that where the trade center was the two the twin towers were so it's definitely um breathtaking and heartbreaking at the same time it's good that there's something there that 
we can all remember for the people who passed and the the unfortunate incident that occurred and you know it's we can move on from there but enough about that yes yeah, so, sorry had a transition into uh fantasy football yeah so let's transition to fantasy football one thing it's 9 10 the first game's on tonight at 8 20 eastern time we have the kansas city chiefs against the texans be prepared for that that should be a very good game i'm hoping uh if you do DraftKings or or FanDuel, I'm sure there's some good uh, deals going on right now, some prop bets and other stuff. So what we wanted to talk about was a, a follow-up to our initial episode. So I got to get back into the mood now. Salta brought me down. I'm coming back into <laughs> it. If you had a video, you'd see my hand movements as the partial Italian, partial Italian I am. So... I had the sixth pick in this draft, and Sal had the third. Did you change your name, right? I did. Okay. All right. Forrest. Yeah. So he changed it to, from Stugatz to Forrest. So the first round goes like this. First off the board is Christian McCaffrey. Great pick, no doubt. Second, second pick, Saquon Barkley. Here's where it gets interesting. Conveniently enough, this is Sal's pick. Michael Thomas. Tell me, Sal, why you took Michael Thomas over... The other two top running backs that were out there. Because it was a bonehead mood move of mine last season when I traded away my second and third round picks. So I lost my second and third round pick to the guy I traded to. So I traded in the first round and I missed the second and third. No. So you... You didn't trade the first round. You traded your second and third for, I think, a fourth and fifth, right? So I, got, I but I got my first pick in the first. Yeah, round. you had the first. Yeah, pick. I, I got, yeah, I got a first round pick, yeah. and I and I second and third is what. Yeah. I, yeah. So I, I I had to pick one of the top wide receivers. I, I had to somehow put some uh, fire on my team. Okay. And Michael Thomas was top was the top is the top wide receiver. So. Yeah. I agree. I, I don't disagree. I think it, so we're in a P, full point PBR. I don't think you could have gone wrong with that pick if you took Michael Thomas, Zeke Elliott, Alvin Kamara. I think all probably your, those are your top three. And you had even talked about Derrick Henry in the other bonus episode. Yes. So I was surprised you passed on him. Um, though De- I w- Derrick, Derrick Henry, he was third on my list for uh, a running back. So I, I, was, I was torn between do I go with a third uh, placed running back or a first placed wide receiver. Got it. So I, I made the decision to go with the first place wide receiver. Makes sense. I, I to be honest, between Michael Thomas and Derrick Henry, I would have chosen Michael Thomas every time. I will tell you my strategy in this in this draft is a little bit different than other other drafts, but I went purely on uh, on upside not upside, I'm sorry. Um Deals that were out there. So when I when I got came to Maine's sixth pick, um, Zeke and Kamara went four and five respectively. So I had my choice between Dalvin Cook, Edwards Hilaire, Derrick Henry. I really liked Dalvin Cook. I was actually keying on Dalvin Cook before it even got to me. So I was pretty excited he fell to me. Uh, I didn't really want Kamara. I'm a little worried about the Saints. Not much, but a little bit. I think he'll get his PPR due. Don't get me wrong. Now, if I got McCaffrey, I would have been ecstatic, but I knew he wasn't going past one or two. Uh, Michael Thomas, actually, the other person I really thought would end up falling to me was Michael Thomas. 
because I thought there'd be a run, top five would probably be a full run on running backs. And if Michael Thomas had come to me, I was going to take him. But I'm glad I didn't because if I read off the remainder remainder of the first round, after I took Dalvin Cook, it went uh, Edwards Hilaire, Derek Henry, Josh Jacobs, Tyreek Hill, Le'Veon Bell, and Julio Jones. So for me, my original strategy was to take Dalvin Cook, then on the wraparound, take Josh Jacobs. Um, sorry, take Michael Thomas if he fell to me, then take Josh Jacobs in the second round. Conveniently enough, Sal blew up my plan before it ever came to fruition. <laughs> and Dalvin Cook was my number two pick. So it all worked out. If we go to the second round, the second round, Sal doesn't have a pick. You yeah, in the third got, round. Yeah, I got humped. So the one guy in our league made a total uh, crazy amount of trades, ended up with a first round pick, two, two or three second round picks, I think two or three third round picks, like crazy, and then didn't have a fourth, fifth, sixth, or seventh, something like that uh, for, for the middle of the draft. So he, he had to make a big splash early on. So in the second round, it went Devontae Adams, DeAndre Hopkins, Austin Eckler, Amari Cooper, uh, Aaron Jones, Joe Mixon, and then to your host, we took some Chris Godwin. We So in the pre-draft episode, I told you I'm down on the old guys. Down on Brady, down on Breeze, down on Aaron Rodgers. Well, guess who took Brady and guess who took one of his receiving guys? That would be me. Again, I was drafting value in the round. Chris Godwin probably could be a top four wide receiver if everything falls. I liked him better than Juju. I liked him better than Miles. Liked him better than Thielen. Real stud. He may even be worth our first round pick eventually. I, I definitely like him more than Julio Devante and DeAndre Hopkins. So I, him falling to me, I, I loved it. I think I actually took him in two leagues I'm in. And then third round, it came back to me and I chose Chris Carson. Not my favorite pick. But I needed a running back. After I got my stud wide receiver, I got my stud running back. I wanted a secondary running back. So let me tell you what what was taken after me. So Metcalf, Zach Ertz, Tyler Lockett, Russell Wilson, Leonard Fournette, and T.Y. Hilton. I'll take Carson against those scrubs any day of the week. (laughs) Um, Taken before me was Evans, Mike Evans, David Johnson, Calvin Ridley, Todd Gurley, Odell Beckham. I would take Carson... Over, well, for my team, because Mike Evans wouldn't make sense for me to take. So take that and, you know, it's take that for what it's worth. Uh, I don't like David Johnson. I don't like the running backs on Houston. I probably, out of the guys who went ahead of me, the five guys, maybe Calvin Ridley I would have taken a, in, in front of Carson. Not a big fan of Chris Carson. I just like the value in the third round. Uh, going to the fourth round, I believe Forrest has a pick finally in this round. Woo! I was keyed in on DJ Chark Jr. Uh, unfortunately, the schlep in front of me drafted him. You know who you are. I'm talking to you. OBGYN. <laughs> so that left me. I actually had to scramble for that. And um, I ended up taking Marquise Brown. I like the value there. I like the wide receiver. I think he can do big things in Baltimore with... Lamar Jackson. So after me went Mark Ingram, Michael Gallup, and then Forrest, tell me about your pick. Uh, Which one? Your fourth round pick, Uh, Tevin Coleman. My fourth round pick, Tevin Coleman. 
So I, I was uh, I was looking at the board, seeing what was left, looking at the uh, st- the colorful stickers we had. So I was like, oh, I like this guy's name, Tevin Coleman. So <laughs> I was like, I'm, I'm going to grab this guy. Please tell me that's not what you went based <laughs> off of. <laughs> no, no. Oh, uh, I, I, had, I had my whole list of running backs. And pretty much he was the next in line for, for me to pick up because, uh, you know, the top 29 players on my list were gone before I can even get another one. So I went with my next best, and that was Tevin Coleman. I don't hate it. I, I don't love it. That's for sure. I think San Francisco has three running backs. So Tevin Coleman, uh, Mostert, and then there's a third one. I forget who the third one is. Uh, I can't remember um, off the top of my head. Jerk McKinnon, actually. Yeah, that that's the third one. I wasn't in the 49er camp for running backs. But then after you went Keenan Allen, which in the fourth round may have not been a bad pick for you, but you already had a top wide receiver. Kareem Hunt. Don't love Cleveland running backs. It's going to be a timeshare there. Then you had Debo Samuel, Devontae Parker, and then back to you again for another running back. Yes, yes. I, I was I was stacking up. I was uh, Raquel. How do you pronounce his name? I don't even know. How, Raquel? What do you mean? You're We're, we're on uh, round five. Oh, uh, James White. Yes, James White. James White, yep. So James White, is New England running back. I believe he's injured now. Uh, no, sorry, that's Harrison. No, no, I, I picked him because he was injured. Oh, okay. So <laughs> between James White and uh, Sony Michelle, you'll be, you know, it, it's going to be tough. I hate New England running backs. Oh, my God. I can't say. I drafted him in another league. I can't stand them because they're right, tough. Look, they, they, they put numbers up, though. They do. They put numbers up, but it's it's sporadic. It's really hard to figure out which one's going to be effective on their respective day. That's the only thing. And I drafted one in, in another league that I'm in, a bigger money league than this, bigger peanuts league. And I had to do it because of how my draft kind of fell out. And I went with Sonny Michelle, hoping he'd be the starter. So then after James White goes Will Fuller, another steal from right in front of me. Then we got some Stefan Diggs. And now your host decided he needed. You mean the commish. The commish. That's right. The commish. So I am. I have a running back. I have a wide receiver. I have a. Sorry, I'm doing this on the fly. I have another running back. By the way, your glass is empty. Yeah, let's fill that up. Um, I have a wide receiver. So it's kind of alternating and seeing what the value was there. So I went running back. So I got my third running back in the fifth round. Now in our league, you can't keep anybody. Keepers are from seventh round onward. So this pick while i like it really gives me no value for the future so i went with cam Akers, which may have been a little premature for the la rams he's a rookie i think depth chart he's one or two good pick but again there may have been more value there um may possibly deshaun because that those were the two i was i was um juggling was deshaun watson or cam didn't really like taking a qb in the fifth round in this league now, I will caveat this. I took a QB in the first round in another league because keepers are kept in the first round. So I didn't, wasn't in love with this pick, but it was, it was the, the correct pick for me at the time. We go into the sixth round. I wrap around. Now it comes back to me before it goes to Forrest. 
in this round, I believe we both have keepers. I have Boyd and you have Kittle, right? Uh, yep, Kittle was my uh, keeper for this round. So both get thrown back next year, but for, for this year, me and him both had, me and Sal both had two keepers in the sixth round. We wrap around to the seventh. Sal, you have a pick here, so why don't you talk about uh, Marvin Jones? Marvin Jones, the singer? Marvin Jones, the wide receiver for Detroit. Um, I, I got uh, – so the way I set up my uh, picks here, um, I, I actually did an Excel spreadsheet. I got uh, wide receivers, tier one, tier two, tier three, and tier four. So by the time I, I um, came around to picking a wide receiver, I was already in my tier four, and I think I looked up John Brown – uh, he, it was between John Brown and Marvin Jones, and I liked Marvin Jones better because uh, he, I think he's looking good this season. Yeah, still Detroit. I think he'll have a good year. I think between him and Galladay, the, the wide receivers of Detroit, it'll be a pretty decent year. So after Marvin Jones, Terry McLaren, which was a keeper, Hardman, I don't believe was a keeper. That was a draft pick. Then it fell to me who had a keeper in that round, which was Cooper Cup, which in the seventh round I love. Then we wrap around, and we're both picking in the eighth round. I go with Tariq Cohen to give myself a little bit more um, running back depth. I like him in PPR, non-PPR, just pass. And then Forrest surprises us all and goes with another tight end. Yep, I picked uh, Evan Ingram. Are you looking for, like, trade bait with him? Uh, With all the Giant fans in this league? Strategy, strategy, you know. That magic word. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. Giants definitely be throwing a lot, that's for sure. Yeah, absolutely. And then you come to the ninth round and you pick a quarterback. I did. Quarterback was uh, Matt Ryan. One, one of the old guys. Yep. So, Sal, what did you... Uh, well, I, I mean, all the, all the other guys were... All the young guys were already uh, snatched up. So, uh, it was between Josh Allen and Matt Ryan. So, I, I picked Josh Allen. I mean, uh, Matt Ryan, sorry. <laughs> No, actually, Josh Allen was already taken. He was going to be my pick, uh, so I went with Matt Ryan. Was he taken in the – I think he was taken like two rounds before you? Uh, no, I think it might have been one round. One round before me. Oh, okay. And I remember uh, one of the guys was pissed off because I took Matt Ryan. I'm trying to see if, if I can find it really quick. And then uh, following you, I went with C.D. Lamb. I like him. I think he's a little sleeper. So picking him in the, up in the ninth round was um, strategy for me. And I, I was the guy after me did the same thing. He went with uh, Chenault from Jacksonville, but definitely a sleeper pick. Not late enough in my mind, but late enough to add some value in the future years. Maybe we will go through all of rounds. Now we'll probably just do ten through twelve since we're at twenty-two minutes already. So in the tenth round, I went with Hayden Hurst. From Atlanta to the tight end, I thought that was a good value in, in 10. And you went with a sleeper. I a did. actual sleeper. I, I can't believe it. Come on. I, I, Where'd you find that one? I do, I do some research, man. I some back channels on the, uh, on the Google. <laughs> so Sal took Henry Ruggs. Great. I, I mean, if you follow football, good pick. Definitely has some upside being in uh, Las Vegas. I like it. I can't. I can't hate against it. I think it's a, a sneaky, sneaky tenth round pick. Yeah, Good. everybody passed them up, man. So I, I was doing my research on on uh, wide receivers, and 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 you know Henry Ruggs came up. I was like, oh, this 
He's got some good. Uh, he's got get some good outlook and and uh, great potential for this season. So uh, I snatched him up. That's good. Um, we get to the eleventh round. Funny enough, I think you messed up because you drafted a quarterback in the ninth round. In the eleventh round, Josh Allen went. So either you messed up the draft. So what we do for uh, our draft yeah, board? Yeah, then I screwed up. Yeah. And our draft board is all. There's no searching on your computer. It's all you're keeping track yourself. So we have the peel stickers and we put it on the draft board. We change the person who uh, hosts the draft every year to make it fair so no one pitches money for the draft food and stuff, and the people who host just pay for it every year. So Josh Allen went in the 11th round. Then Forrest goes, and he takes Ryquel Armstead, Jacksonville running back. I like it, but you know, you know he's on the IR. Yep, yep, I know. Okay. I, I got that, that notification the minute I uh, logged into my fantasy uh, app. I got the I got the notification that he's on the IR and and half a million people dropped him from their leagues. <laughs> I was like, yes, nice. But I'm gonna hold on to him. There you go. So funny enough, I ended up in the 11th round. I don't love it, but I love the value with picking Don Brady. I really it was not my finest moment. I'm not a TB12 guy. I actually now looking at this again. I again the value was was beautiful at that time. I may have held out for another quarterback. I had a couple other quarterbacks that I really liked. Um, one being Teddy Bridgewater. I did pick up that second uh, second QB. Yeah. That's the guy, Teddy Bridgewater. Yeah, so <laughs> Sal picks him up in the 12th round, which I think is just as good a value as me getting even better value than me getting Brady in the 11th. In the 12th round, I went with, who did I go with? Um, my kicker, so don't worry about that. I took the best kicker on the board, Bucker. Uh, 13th round, so and in the 12th round, Sal took, um, like we were talking about, Teddy Bridgewater. Great pick there. In the 13th round, we went defense. Sal went wide receiver. I did go wide receiver. I had to stack up my uh, my wide receivers. So I went we went with Hunter Runfro. Nice. I like the name. <laughs> it's actually got some speed. Uh, 14th round, uh, New England defense. For Forrest, and for me, God, I hope this pans out because I'm a Giants fan, Daniel Jones. So I took Daniel Jones in the 14th round. This is here hoping that Daniel Jones will actually be a keeper for me for the next five years. <laughs> hoping he does something. Yeah, it's, it's, it's hoping, that's for sure. And then third, 15th round, no biggie for Forrest. He took a kicker. Guys, you held on for this long. Just so you know, there's 16 rounds. We added a 16th round just for, for the whole COVID thing, just in case one of our guys uh, wound up with COVID. This is true. So instead of adding the IR spot, which now that I see what they're doing, they're actually adding any COVID people to the IR. We could have added the IR spot instead of the additional roster spot, but we had actually voted on the roster spot before. I was aware that they were adding, updating it as an IR. So we just added the extra roster spot, so we added an extra round in our draft. I took Boston Scott in the 15th, and then in the 16th to round it out, I took Blake Jarwin in a backup tight end. And by that point, the 16th round, it was pretty much eeny, meeny, miny, moe. And you found Michael Pittman Jr. from Indianapolis. I did. I did. Not a bad draft. I believe Sal got a C. Uh, C minus. C minus from <laughs> from the uh, Yahoo group, and I got a B. So I think I got the third. Well, 
Time so, for the third best draft. So in other words, I got a shitty draft. Uh, yeah, Sal had probably the worst draft. You didn't get a D or an F, so that's not bad. No, I, I, but I think everyone in our league... Hold on a second. Let me click on it. I think uh, the grade for everyone in our league, the lowest is a C-. minus. So I'm, I'm, I'm hanging in there. Yeah, you're <laughs> at the bottom. That's definitely true. Um, I'm closer to I'm the I'm with top. the bottom feeders. But the, the funny thing is, if you look at the Yahoo grades, there's two A-minuses and four Bs. That's crazy. So you have six so it's a 12 person league you have six of the top teams all grouped together strange no doubt that the one team who had all the additional picks is at the top he should be considering he got all those additional picks he oh should, yeah absolutely he should have been an a plus not an a minus in my mind and then the other guy which was the 12th pick interesting enough he also had some trades and some some good moves and had a, uh, a pretty good keepers i think he has mahomes uh, yeah, he does have Mahomes. He has Mahomes, which puts him above a lot of the competition, which helps him out. Oh, he's a great quarterback. Great quarterback. I'm going to watch him in a couple minutes. And I think that's it. What else do you have about fantasy? Any, any tips for this weekend? Make good picks. <laughs> <laughs> start start who you play. You pay, play. Pay atten- yes, pay attention. Make sure you get your COVID guys off your list and, and, and the right guys in. Um, if you made it this far... Thank you. <laughs> I know this was supposed to be a uh, you know quick uh, uh, bonus episode, but uh, bonus, yes, bonus episode. So as we uh, round out this evening, I think uh, Rob and I are going to finish uh, a couple more glasses and maybe turn on the uh, the uh, television to watch uh, some football. That sounds good. All right, that's a wrap. Later.